You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 124. I've got a great guest on today, seasoned entrepreneur Mary Baird Wilcock. Mary started her business in 2003, and she's weathered the business world ups and downs already, including the Great Recession of 2008. So she's got some great insights for us. Let's dive into today's show. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey there, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. I hope this podcast finds you and those you love doing well, physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. Today, I'm really excited to have a great business owner and colleague, Mary Baird Wilcock, on to talk from her vast entrepreneurial experience about pivoting business and growing our businesses in uncertain business times. She's got some great insights into how to not only weather this storm, but to come out on the other side stronger and more focused than ever. But before we dive into the interview, let me read you Mary's bio so that you know a little bit more about her. She's going to share more in the interview, though. So Mary Baird Wilcock, CSEP, has one goal with her company, to help people simplify their lives. She's got over 16 years experience in running her own company, and she coaches creative entrepreneurs on how to simplify and optimize the operation side of their small business, including sales mastery, shifting towards a thriving mindset, and how to do less to accomplish more, ultimately helping them become a hero. Mary is the host of the Simplifiers podcast, where she takes topics in business and in life and simplifies them. Her podcast has thousands of devoted listeners in over 108 countries around the world, and it's growing rapidly. An international public speaker who's been published in Forbes magazine, Huffington Post, MSN, Metro, and features as one of the top 25 young event pros to watch by Special Events magazine, Mary is also on a mission to share the gospel of what a Texas breakfast taco is all about. You can find more about Mary at thesimplifiers.com where you can listen to the podcast and get connected. So let's dive into the interview where we talk about how to set healthy boundaries while working from home, including things like managing homeschooling, client panic, and the pandemic unknowns while growing your business. Welcome, Mary. I'm so glad to have you here today. I am so glad to be here as well. You know, I have to say, having a network of people <laughs> to reach out to who understand what we're going through is so important. And part of the reason I was really excited to talk to you is that I know that you've been around. So I would love for you to just give everybody a brief background about you, about your business, about how long you've been in business. Just help us understand where you're coming from before we dive into everything today. 
Well, my pleasure. So first and foremost, never have had a business between uh, and, and dealing with a global pandemic. That's a first for me, uh, which I'm sure is <laughs> the first for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, however, I started the simplifiers back in 2003, so I've been through a couple of uh, ups and downs al along the way, you know, the recession in 2008, swine flu, H1N1, all of that stuff, um, but not quite something like this. And so that's 16, almost 17 years under my belt of being a small business owner. And um, so here's the, the scoop. The first 10 years of my business, I was running a um, events management agency. So we produced large scale events for major brands, people like Facebook and Google and Intel and, you know, all sorts of conferences and festivals and weddings of all shapes and sizes. Uh, and then right around 2014, I pivoted the company to become a B2B business coaching uh, and now a podcaster and an online educator. So yeah, um, I've seen a lot of things in 16 years, that's for sure. And I think that's part of the reason that I really wanted people to hear this conversation because you've been like, you've been on this roller coaster, right? <laughs> you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs and you have a good perspective that yeah. maybe, you know, I'm, gosh, I, I'm eight years into my business now, but maybe some of us that haven't been in business quite as long don't have. Mm. On the personal side, do you want to tell us um, just a tiny bit about your family life and kind of help us understand sort of the, the other part of you? Yeah, totally. So um, at the time of listening to this, I'm sure you guys are probably in the same boat as I am. Your kids have been home from school for the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, my kids are nine and 11 at, at the time of this recording. And so I have had uh, my team, my entire team with the Simplifiers, we've been working remotely for at least a couple of years now, which means that we are no longer in an office together in person. Um, and, you know, so that part, easy as pie. We've already got the systems in place. We know the software, all of the things, but boy, howdy, when you throw kids into the mix and all of a sudden they're in your home office space or your podcast recording studio, it changes everything. Um, and so I also, as you can tell from my accent, I am a Texas girl, but I actually live in England. And that also is a slight different uh, little variation and challenge into the places. Again, my clients are all over the world. Um, the people I coach are, you know, in US and Canada and all over. So that part is easy. But when you're talking about the boundaries of your home office and how to kind of juggle the new normal of our reality, that's where things get a little bit, a little bit trickier. And I'm happy to share what's working for me now with your audience. Yeah. Thank you. And just so everyone knows, so I have a 17, 12, and eight-year-old. So we're kind of along the same lines, too. The 17-year-old yeah. can do her own thing, but the other two, oh, it's, it's work. Yeah, it is a work. And, you know, I, I just putting my my um, Mockingjay fingers up in, in solidarity <laughs> to our women and men out there who have children under the age of five right now and trying yes. to juggle that and run a business from home girl, I feel you. Like, I just feel you. It's a lot. And one of the things that I think I've realized um, really right from the get-go when things started to escalate quickly with the coronavirus is just this sense that we needed to simplify down 
every single aspect of our life. Um, so let me break that down for you guys real quick. And for me, it, it really comes down to three big areas. One, I realized quickly I needed to simplify everything that I was consuming. And what I mean by that is not only like the food that we eat, but the beverages we drink, you know, drinking more water than coffee or gin, <laughs> but also <laughs> cons the, what I'm consuming and being very intentional about the news I'm reading or watching, the social media that I'm allowing into my ears, my eyes, into my heart, you know, and I realized that all of this stuff is playing a factor on my stress levels, my panic and anxiety, um, especially in the early days when all things were, were coming at us um, very quickly. And I also should say really quick, if you guys are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like a, a pyramid, right? And so let me just run through that really quick if you're not familiar with it. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs basically suggests that at the very base level of humans, is physiological needs. And some of you guys, you may still be at that base level of like, oh my God, the bottom has just dropped out. I need to make sure my family and I have food, water, warmth, shelter, and rest, right? And that is base level. Until you get that established and settled, you've got food in the pantry, you know that you've got medicine for your children, all of those things. Anything I'm going to talk about above and beyond that today, you're going to be like, Mary, I can't even, I can't even, and that's okay. Like, so take what you need from today's conversation, scrap the rest, and maybe even think about coming back and re-listening to this episode in a couple of weeks from now when you've moved up the, the hierarchy. So after physiological needs, you know, food, water, shelter, all that, the next one is safety. And that's simply a feeling of safety and security. Is your home safe? Is your business safe? Is your bank account safe? All of the things, are those things safe? And then when you move up from there, it's actually belonging and true love needs. So this relates to intimate relationships, um, feeling like you're connected to your friends or your neighbors, um, really feeling like you're banding together with other colleagues, even competitors in your industry um, as well. After that, it's esteem needs. So Maslow talks about this is the feeling of like really contributing out into the world or feeling of prestige or accomplishment or really, um, you know, accepting that new normal and helping so many more uh, through your business or the work you do, but also just going and knocking on doors with your neighbors and, you know, putting care packages on front people's doors if it's safe, right? And then the last bit of the pyramid, which I'm going to be willing to bet if you're listening to this um, right now, you're probably not there yet unless you're a, a Buddhist monk. But the last bit is self-actualization. And that is when you are calm, you're achieving your one, your full potential, you're including creative activities into your life. You feel a sense of oneness in, in all things. So again, Depending on where you're at on the hierarchy, on the pyramid, um, take what you need, scrap the rest, come back and listen to this episode. Think about where you're at. Are you at the physiological need level, the safety need level, belonging, esteem, or are you at the very, very top? Yeah, and that's such a good way to really ground us. And for those of you listening, sometimes it can be kind of hard to visualize that. So I'll link to it. Um, Mary actually gave me a link to a really great visual for this. So I'll link to it in today's show notes. 
which you can get at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash one, two, four. I'll link to this so you can visually see what she's talking about. But, you know, Mary, so when we see people out there, for example, buying, I don't know, a year's worth of toilet paper, they're really at that bottom level, right? They're like, they're just trying to, or maybe they're at the safety level, trying to feel safe, trying to have some sort of safety level. But, you know, people do different things when they're at each different level, right? Right. And, and all that boils down to control, right? Mm-hmm. Do we have control over this situation or not? And do we even have a, a false sense of control, maybe, you know, because that's the thing is that a lot of us are sitting here even now and going, well, how long is this going to last for? Like I bought two weeks worth of groceries. My son is eating us out of house and home. <laughs> how much longer do I need to, you know, hunker down and will the uncertainty and the unknown of, of, when does this end is a little bit scary. I mean, and I, I preface that with a little bit, it's a lot scary for a lot of us. And so how we react to that, um, I think has a lot to do with, um, true restorative self-care and this, you guys, like, I I mean, I'm telling you, this is what I think is going to be a profound shift in humanity is, you know, remember like a few months ago where people were talking about, Hey, self-care is really important. You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good idea. And you put it at the bottom of your list and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll get that. I'll get to there, but I'm going to run 80 bazillion miles an hour for, cause that's just the pace of reality for so long for all. Right. Of us, right? right. But like now I, it's no joke. Like self-care is critically important so that when I am genuinely getting deep restorative rest, and by the way, this is not getting a mani, getting a petty, you know, going to the spa, because those are not in our reality currently with social distancing and stuff. It's down to a base level of three deep breaths from the belly. It's standing outside and looking up at the sky and grounding yourself if you're feeling a little bit anxious. It's drinking a big glass of cool, crisp water because, you know, you're dehydrated. It it, it comes down to something as simple as that, um, that really makes a profound difference. And when you're calm and when you're nourished uh, and you're really getting that deep restorative rest, you are able to make better decisions with your business with your family, with yourself, and that ripples on. That's how we change our current reality. Mm, I couldn't agree more. And I know you have some really good tools that um, you can recommend for this. So do you want to talk about a couple of those? Because for some people, Mm. this is a brand new skill. And, And for some of us, it's a little bit of a rusty skill. Yeah. Well, and back to simplifying down um, a couple more places that just to think about when you're taking a step back and, and I like to use the analogy of imagine you're in a Petri dish and you know, you're just sort of like coasting around doing your thing. You got your kids there too. They're bouncing off of each other. <laughs> you know, all the mm-hmm. things, your clients are in the Petri dish. Just zoom out with that microscope a little bit to, to kind of get a, a bird's eye view of what's going on. Instead of getting sucked into all of the, um, heavy emotions and anxiety and and the unknowns when you zoom out a little bit. So I think simplifying down not only applies to what we consume, but also how much we're working right now. Um, You know, if you've listened to the Simplifiers podcast um, and Michelle has been on the podcast as well, you know that we talk a lot about do less. And this is truly the point where we're all going to have to do less. 
And that starts by changing expectations of what you can accomplish in a workday. You know, yeah. Now- Let's just pause right there for for a moment. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to skip past this because it's a really easy thing to say, but I want to like underscore, circle, highlight, point arrows at it. It's huge. Just, yeah. Can you just say this again? Because I think this is one of the things that I see is that there's messaging out there that you just need to push through. you like, you just need to yeah. like entrepreneurs just get out there and get it done. So yeah. talk a little bit more about this. Cause I love your body of work and your podcast and everything because of this key piece. So yeah, let's not skip past this. Talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> it's huge. So when you change the expectations of what you can accomplish in a workday, you in fact have to communicate that with your clients, your vendors, anybody that's expecting things from you. And remember, when you communicate it with them, they're in the same boat. They are also grappling and struggling with their new normal. Likely they're working from home before and they've never had to do that before. Um, they're trying to homeschool their kids. No clue. I, you know, how to do it. For some people, the idea of doing all that and these, the, the kids or the spouse or whoever has now invaded their personal space, it's, it's a whole new reality. So here's a couple of ways, in my opinion, to change the expectations. One, uh, you know, when you're re- writing your to-do list for the day, Um, I like to do it the night before. So, uh, you know, at the very last, like 15, 20 minutes of my workday the day before, I just create a little list. And I want you as best as you possibly can to just focus on the top three things you need to accomplish tomorrow. That's it. Three things. That's all I want you to, to write on. And when you do that, Yes, there are 80 bazillion things you could be doing right now, but if you focus on the three and what I call them are high yielding tasks, what is going to push the needle as far ahead for you as possible? And now you're prioritizing, okay, I know I could do 80 things, but these three things really are critically important for tomorrow. So you write it down, you throw that post-it note onto your laptop, you close the laptop down, you shut it down for the day or the night. Um, And this really takes discipline and discernment. Again, this comes back to that simplifying what you consume. Because if you're constantly got your laptop open and you're constantly reading your Facebook feed with your friends or business or otherwise, you're constantly consuming the news, guess what? You're constantly consuming and focusing on the fear the panic. You're taking that in whether you know it or not. And that's changing your energy levels, your vibrations, your mindset. So you write those three things I got to do tomorrow for my work uh, down on a post-it note. You plop it in your laptop. You close the laptop down and you focus on you. Then, you know, I think that that's really important. When you get back into the office the next day, then it's there. It's ready for you. Um, yeah. Do you do some of that as well, Michelle? Yeah. You know, I've done that for a long time. Um, I'm trying to think back. It, I worked at a dot com a long time ago and we followed this program where every afternoon we would do that. And then the following morning, first thing in the morning, we'd have a meeting and say, okay, here's my number That's one it. thing to get done today. Yeah. And if I have time, I'll get two and three. Yeah. 
to really focus us. Totally. And if you're used to being in an in-person office with your team or uh, colleagues around you, that concept of doing a stand-up with them of like, Hey, okay, what are you working on? Hey, what are you working on? Okay, cool. You know, that happens in the in-person office environment, but now you might have to put a little bit of a discipline in place of saying, Hey, you know, every morning at 9am, we're going to have a a 10 minute stand-up video call whether yep. using like Zoom or Skype or um, I use a tool called GoToMeeting um, so that you have that accountability and you go around um, to each person. You go, okay, John, what are you working on today? Okay, Sally, what are you doing today? Okay, Mark, what's your thing? Um, and it's very quick. We're not going deep dive. We're not answering questions. We're not you know, having some long laborious meeting. It's just like, hey, my three things are this, this, and this. Awesome. What help do you need? Do you need anything in order to accomplish that? Hey, John, I need you to send that email to um, Danielle, our client. So exactly. it's, it's quick. And then you're able to move on. And, it, and so if you don't have a team, you can actually do it with yourself too. Totally. It's um, because I, lo- I love doing this like with my team as well. And I think if you do have a team, even if it's simply you and your VA, I think it's really important to have these connections yep. so that your people know things are still running. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's the, under the assumption that you as the business leader have said, yes, we are going to stay yeah. open for the next two weeks and frontward facing with our clients. So if you are open, if you have clients that are relying on you to do stuff, then yes, you need to be um, having these standups. But I think also to, to Michelle's point, if you have, you know, not have clients that are expecting things from you, when you're ready, when you're in that next step of Maslow's pyramid here, then this is that perfect opportunity to, to do internal work with the team. Okay, let's go back and review our business plan and figure out where we can pivot our products and services to provide stuff, uh, what we do online. Or is there a new solution that's come out of the rubble of all this? Of like, mm-hmm. oh my God, people are freaking out about homeschooling. They don't have, you know, lesson plans. How are they going to do this? What are they going to, you know, so they don't pull their hair out. People are already coming up with solutions to provide, um, you know, people who've never taught children before how to do this in their home. Um, and so that you're seeing the early pivoters, if you will, the, the entrepreneurs out there that are going, ah, there's a pain. I can solve it. I have these skill set and here's what I'm going to do to deliver. So this is a a great opportunity if you've moved out of panic and fear and safety needs and are ready to come back and say, okay, well, maybe I could offer, I don't know, virtual assistance um, as an extra division or arm to our business. Um, Could I, as a public speaker, offer and deliver my talks through webinars or um, virtual summits? Um, and still be able to get the money that, you know, conferences are, are, were paying me as a, as a pro speaker. You know, it's, it's thinking creatively in our new normal, but then here's the real kicker, Michelle, is, and, and it sounds all well and good, but then if your brain is stuck and you're like, I don't know what a solution could be, it, I think it really boils down to three things. When you instinctively know who your clients are, and also they're panicking and struggling as well right now, 
it's really critically important. Set a seven minute timer, press pause on this podcast right now and do a little bit of a journaling exercise and then come back. You're going to journal three things. You, do you know your ultimate ideal client's greatest fears, pains, and hope and vision? Mm-hmm. And so Michelle, I'm going to break this down real quick so you guys have it. Um, so fears, what are your client's projected future negative fears? Like the, if they are in panic state, base level of the, of the pyramid, you know, what are they freaking out about right now? That's really important. And, and it's not like, oh, it'd be nice if I had this. It's like, oh my God, if I don't figure this thing out soon, we're all SOL, right? Two, their pains. So pains is their present day reality. What hurts right now? Either they're super overwhelmed or they, they have too many tasks on their plate or they're hitting a massive cash flow issue where they've got people on payroll but clients who've canceled. What is it that your client right now at two o'clock in the morning tonight on the verge of tears is really stressed out about? Jot that down. And then the last one is what are their hopes and visions? So this is their projected positive future reality that they hope to get to. It's like if they're in point A right now, it's point B that they want to get to with your help. When they hire you or they purchase your products or services and you're running alongside them, they hope to be here. Now, that is profound. And if you actually take a a moment, zoom your microscope out from the Petri dish of wherever you're in right now and actually take a perspective and think about your client and those three things, I'm telling you, your brain's going to change. It's going to open to a space of opportunity and you're going to start to go, well, hang on. I have these skills, I have these tools, could we offer and pivot something completely different to our clients to help squash their greatest fears right now, to help alleviate their greatest pains or help them get them a little bit closer to their ultimate you know, hopes and visions for this new reality. It's huge. I so agree. And I'd also put on top of that, that if you personally are in a place where you're kind of in, you know, Mary had said a couple of times, once you get past the the fear and the security place, but if you're finding yourself trying to force this from a place of, from a fearful place, I I think it's really time to step back and really, um, (laughs) like, like Mary said, take a little bit of care of yourself because it's hard to do this work when you are worried about your own self. A hundred percent. And and it reads in your body language, yes. in your, your voice, all the things. I mean, the only reason I can come on to today's podcast and talk so calmly and, and share all this with you guys is because a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I got to get some toilet paper and some, some canned beans <laughs> in our house. Like I, I, I had to go through that process as well for me to get to a place of calm and prepared. Um, yeah, a hundred percent nourish yourself. You got to put your own oxygen mask on first in all of this. Oh, that's, that's the perfect analogy. And, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's like just recognizing, um, recognizing that you need to do that. And the reason I wanted to point that out is that I have seen some people do amazing pivots and really 
really well done marketing in this time. And I've seen people do awful things in this time that are clearly from a fear place or from a, I already had this in the works and I'm not changing my plan place. Yeah. Rigidity in uh, an emergency situation very rarely works out for any of us. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you have to be nimble to enough to pivot and you have to be flexible enough, um, like a weeping willow tree to, to <laughs> go with the flow of what's changing. Because, you know, there's been certain days through all of this that it's like been, okay, what's the next 24 hours? Like that, that's just like the scope of things. And, yeah. and I think that that's really hard. Um, this is coming, side note, Michelle, type A card carrying control freak over here. Mm. You know, like- You're I, in I, good company. <laughs> right. I, I know what that feeling is. Like you have set out strategic goals. Maybe you've got a, an annual plan for 2020 and you're like, this wasn't in the plan. I have financials I need to hit. Like it, it you know, that part of your monkey brain starts kind of screaming loud and going, well, hang on. I didn't plan for this. Like I want it to be this. But the reality is the second I also gave myself grace and just said, you know what? Things are different and that's okay. I'm going to be flexible and nimble. I'm going to be focusing on nourishing myself. And like, literally I have a post-it note on my um, laptop screen and actually I've put it in every single bathroom mirror so that my family sees it as well. And it's a simple little post-it note that just says, what do I need right now in this moment? I love that. That's it. What do I need right now in this moment? Am I thirsty? Go drink a big glass of water. Am I anxious? Get outside in the sunshine or sink my feet in the grass in the backyard just to get grounded. Am I needing to pee? Like, girl, go do the thing. Like, you know, how many times do we sit here at our desk because we're in a ball of worry and we're like, I haven't peed in like three hours and I desperately need to go. It, it's truly taking that time to nourish yourself, to renew your strength me- mentally and physically. Again, it, it gives you that calmer mind so you can make better, calmer decisions. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And better, calmer decisions. Um, I know that's what you've been saying, but I just wanted to underline that for people because when I, when I see, um, bad marketing come out, it's one of two things. It's that rigidity that you were talking about, or it's people doing it from a fear place. And so I just want to give you permission, Mary and I give you permission that if you're in fear, it's okay. I've been in fear. Like I had an entire promotional thing scheduled to start this month and it all had to get scrapped and that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. It's gone forever. I might, you know, someday in the future it might come back or this mm. might fundamentally change and that's okay. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard it too, like, or seen it, you know, when you go and you flip onto Facebook and you see people who've scheduled ads maybe months and months ago and they haven't changed anything. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like you want me to go to the bowling alley and you're going to give me a free bottle of Prosecco for mother's day. No, no. that's not going to be the reality right now. Like I'm not going to do that. And so, yeah, go back and look at your marketing campaigns, any places where you have scheduled Facebook ads or, or whatever, and make sure that the message you're putting out still is relevant in this day and age. Um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I actually, so I use a tool 
um, called uh, SmarterQ for my social media where we just put it in there and then it runs. Mm-hmm. I actually had to turn a lot, just about everything off because I was like, you know what? I have over almost 3,000 things in there. I don't have time to go through them all right now. Yeah. And I know that there's some things that would be so off color right now in this environment. Mm. Um, and not that they're bad. It's just that right now they're not appropriate. Yeah. So I wonder, could you, you know, even just take a quick glance at the, the things that are going to roll out in the next 24 hours, 48 hours. So you're not looking at the whole 3000. You're just looking at the, the next five, 10, 15 things that you've got scheduled coming out soon to just go hmm, pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. You're maybe doing not. in the moment coaching. No, that's a good idea. In fact, I could probably do it week by week. Yeah. Um, and call it that way. But yeah, I just, I was like, I don't want to have something out there that's awful. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just going to hit pause for a minute. <laughs> totally. And you know, again, I think it comes back to focusing on, in my opinion, it's, it's either love or fear, right? Mm-hmm. Everything boils down to love or fear. That's the um, course of miracles. So remember to focus on love and not fear, not panic, not hoarding and fending for yourself um, and, and thinking about your marketing message. Uh, yes. If you, if some tweet gets out there that you had scheduled weeks ago and you forgot to turn it off, giving yourself grace and going, you know what? I'm just a human. It's okay. You can go yeah. back and delete it. I'm sure uh, there's enough things going out in the world. Not a lot of people saw it. You can, you can give yourself that grace, but I think it's really critically important that when we go back, say, 5, 10, 50 years from now and read the history books of 2020 and, and all that happened here, I have this great hope that we will be a community who is remembered as the ones who knocked on neighbors' doors and asked, what do you need? Medicine, food, water. I have extras in the pantry. You know, when we serve our clients, we will be seen as that rather than people who are profiteering on the weaknesses of others or, um, you know, any of that stuff. Like, I think it's really critically important that we as business owners, we're thought leaders in our circle of influence. And so that what we are rippling out to the world is love and Mm -hmm. hope and kindness, instead of rippling out more fear, more scarcity, more panic, because that's not going to be the right way to talk to your clients and to your audience. Um, They don't need more. They just need to feel love from you and um, that you're taking good care of them if they're your clients and a sense of belonging right now uh, as well, I think is really important. Oh my gosh. What great words of advice. Mary, do you have, um, as we wrap this up, because I think that you have given us so much today and just even your demeanor, you're so calm and focused. And I just, I really appreciate you sharing so much with us today. Um, Where can people find you? And do you have anything that can really help us get grounded and I don't know, keep, keep practicing what you're, what you're giving us. Yeah, um, absolutely. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, you can find me on my podcast in whatever podcast player you're on. So you just search for the simplifiers podcast. Voila, there I am. 
Um, and we take topics both in business and in life and simplify them. And sometimes, Michelle, I'll be honest, we have some episodes in there that we've recorded a few weeks ago that we're releasing right now. I think sometimes it's nice to have a little level of normalcy of something that feels like it isn't all about the virus and, you know, the things that's nice to give us um, a little bit of calm. So go to the podcast and you'll be able to hear lots of good topics there. The other thing is writing and journaling is a huge part of my um, practice, just even in daily life as a business owner and help me keep calm. So the we have a simplifiers morning prompts, which is this free little download, seven minutes, five questions. And I'm using those every single morning. I'm finding it really helps me get centered in the morning, helps me start my day off right and laser focus in on, okay, what needs to get done today? What's going to trip me up and how am I going to stay on track? So if you guys were interested in that worksheet, again, it's a free download. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes for you guys to, to check that out. And then last bit on that, if you are in a space where you have shut it all down, the business is on pause and you are getting to that place of reflection of your new normal. I'm telling you guys, if you have a big stack of stationery sitting in your home office and you've been thinking about writing letters to people for a long time and you're like, yeah, 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 I'll do that later. Now is the time to write all the letters. And this, in my opinion, is simply a 10 minute task. Um, it's those letters you've been meaning to write either to clients you love or vendors or suppliers that you absolutely appreciate. But then equally, this is the time to write those letters to get stuff up and off of your chest. Um, and these are, these are letters that you don't have to send. So <laughs> if somebody has pissed you off recently or somebody profoundly hurt you, either in small ways or very big ways, I'm telling you, write those letters as if you were going to send it to them, but then don't. And having that moment of release, getting it up and out of you and, you know, then deciding what you're going to do with that letter, either burning it in a fire pit uh, at this evening with a glass of wine or just simply letting it go. It's going to feel good. And it's going to be that release that might help you get one step up on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh, that's so true. I've done that. And then I burn it and it is so freeing. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and, and this is the time to do a little bit of reflection, um, to pivot your company, to really, truly help your clients in this new normal. Um, and you'll be surprised that when you journal and you start to give yourself permission and space to do that, um, what new ideas are going to come from it. Mm. This has been so great today. And you're so right. Just giving yourself permission and space and recognizing where you are on that hierarchy of needs yeah. <laughs> will really, really help. Thank you so much for coming on and simplifying the emotions and the kind of environment that we're in right now, Mary. This has been amazing today. My pleasure. And could I give just two more teeny tiny yeah. recommendations? Because I, I feel like these two things, if I could talk about like right now, what's helping me most. One also is, again, it's the, the rippling out of love and, and, and not being a voice of fear. One thing that I'm really loving right now is I'm going in a couple a day and writing five-star reviews for my favorite vendors, 
or suppliers on their business Facebook page. What a so, gift. Yes. And so that the next morning, because I'm in England and a lot of my clients are, or people are in the States, they wake up the next morning with a little bit of love in their notification and it ripples on. And I'm finding that those people that I've written reviews for are now writing reviews for other people. So that's just so simple and easy, beautiful. Try it today and, and you're going to get lots of warm and fuzzies, not only in yourself, but with others. And then two, I am loving all the DJs that are out there that are doing these living room dance parties, um, either through Facebook live streams or um, Zoom group calls or whatever. Uh, two of them that I love, one is DJ Mel in Austin, Texas. Every Saturday night, he is doing a um, living room dance party, and he is one of the best DJs. I'm telling you, this music pumps you up, and it makes you feel so good. Um, so I'll give you guys the links to check that out. Um, but then there's also a group called Vive in Vancouver, where you can join in on a group Zoom call and have a dance-off. Um, and again, good music, getting your body moving. It sh brings those endorphins up and it makes things better. <laughs> and keeps us connected virtually, safely. Yes, that's it. <laughs> those are people who are pivoting. They're knowing their audience. They know what they need the most right now and they're delivering. And what perfect examples. Oh, such good examples. Oh, all right. Thank you again so much. And we will talk soon. Yes. Take care, guys. Keep it simple. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Mary has such a wealth of insight and information, and I love her philosophy about really doing less to get more done. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about navigating building a business in these uncertain times? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's really easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on. Just hit the little share button or share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash one, two, four. And your friend can listen right there on any device. That's also where you will find a link to today's freebie the simplifiers morning prompts that Mary talked about to really help you get focused on what to do. So again, that's profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash one, two, four. All right. I hope that you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.